Welcome back to Recruiting Insights. Uh, here's a podcast made by recruiters to give you some insight. This is Shukam. This is Wendy. This is Andrea. And today we are going to talk about a day in the life of a recruiter, the podcast style. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess a lot of people when talking about recruiters or talking about recruitment is like, oh, they know our salary. Aiyah, they push us on me. They want to get the best out of us like that. Then also like, oh, I can able to interview a lot of different people, try to meet different people, and it's all the perks about recruitment. Lah. Then how about actually how far of the reality from this imagination? It's true that you know recruiters know a lot about salary and. A lot about new insights, new jobs, and new company. But beyond that, there are a lot of things that we do. I have more industry knowledge and the types of mm. job out there, and I think there, there is more to looking at salary and knowing about industry and jobs. In the job of a recruiter, lah. Uh huh. Uh huh. The first thing I would do when I wake up, right, is to check email or <laughs> check my message, yeah. right, to yeah. see any. See things that candidate or client text me that I have to solve immediately. Yeah, yeah. I think in our job, um, essentially we we all have assignments given by our clients and or rather roles vacancies that we have to fill, right? So we every day it's like, okay, I've got my plate of positions and clients. Um, yeah, and yeah. then I usually have to look at okay, what what's going on, um, because. Uh-huh. Something is going on for every single assignment. Um, we're all at different stages. Like for client A with uh, this particular position, I could be at the interviewing stage, meaning my candidate is going for an interview. But for another assignment, I haven't even started working on it yet. You know? <laughs> so yeah. I have to look yeah. at uh, all these different stages. Um, what, is, what is the thing I should prioritize today? Yeah, I think it's very straightforward as in every assignment you know if you assume like every assignment same stage right? like you go Tesco you buy things and then you check out from wow. the card yeah. no, I don't think it's like not that. like that it's like assignment A number one looking searching sourcing stage assignment B maybe you know salary yeah. negotiation assignment yeah. C managing candidates expectation yeah they always like look into like oh today I need to do a lot of things yeah. the first thing I need I will keep a lot of reminders on my Google Calendar. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. today, I need to follow up with who, I need to follow up with who, then what should I do, I need to send CV, then blah, 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 yes, blah. Yes, I need to yeah. do a reference check, I need to contact this person and make sure that this person is available at this hour. So I feel like a lot of things are out of our control. Mm-hmm. Like we can plan our day, but in between, right, something All these will ad hoc happen. things will pop up. Yeah. Huh. Like, I, okay, ask how many percent of your job is filled with ad hoc things like every day how many percent oh actually none of my days go as planned i <laughs> i write my to-do list every day in my journal and i cannot finish my to-do list <laughs> because yes, all exactly. these ad hoc things come in suddenly got this issue this problem this client want to talk this candidate wants to call um which takes up a lot of time and energy 
Yeah, actually calls are uh, negotiations are uh, discussion takes up a lot of time. Yes. And then solving issues like sometimes clients say want to hire but you know it's not approved internally. And then going back and forth, back and forth, we have to check in with them, check in with candidate. I think mm. it's taking a lot of our time. I mean, I'm not a planner, so I don't like list down five or ten things I want to do in a day. To me, I just want to look at two top priority I want to achieve mm. today. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I also saw some of our colleagues, then she would put one thing, maybe call someone and ask for something. Then I saw her, that agenda move from Monday to Tuesday yes. to Wednesday to Tuesday. Yes, <laughs> yes I, I do have backlog from a few weeks ago that I have not finished because yeah. I have no choice but to prioritize other things. Correct. And I realized, oh no, how how do you prioritize everything 100%? We can't. So our job involves a lot of multitasking, but yeah. as you know, then, humans multitasking, you cannot you cannot do so many things at one time. And we need Google Calendar to remind us because we can have like a reference check call at 5 o'clock, but 5.30 we need to call a new candidate to export to tell them about a new job opportunity. So in our mind, right, it has to be very organized because one part, you think about assignment A, when you talk to a candidate, you think about assignment C. Yeah. We have to wear so many different hats. And then client will suddenly text you, talk about assignment D that have gone <laughs> past Y. Yeah, 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 exactly. I sleep, there's one time I sleep, I sleep at my room there, I sleep, then I wake up, I say, oh, can they call me? I say, oh, yeah, shoot, actually, I ran a call with him today. Then it's like, hello, uh, may I know if you're free to call now? Or actually, I want to explore a job opportunity with, let's say, uh, customer service manager. Mm. Then he say, oh, I say, oh, what's the customer service manager do? Then he say, then he listen, listen, listen. Then he suddenly tell me, uh, I don't think I want to explore this opportunity further as I'm not from customer service background. Yeah. They say, oh, wow. Okay, let me check. What's your name again? Sorry. The actual name is like, oh, sorry. Actually, I want to explore you with a sales engineer. There was this one time, right? Uh, I think uh, the assignment was towards the offer stage already. So the client wanted to wanted to do like a final round of interview and just to check interest and expectation uh, candidates like uh, because there was some changes and then candidate candidate texted the client uh, personally and client wasn't happy because candidate was trying to ask a few questions uh, to clarify and from uh, the client's point of view it's like I've already told you why are you not so clear about this maybe miscom through text so for me personally when I sleep right I'm the type that I'll put airplane mode until I wake <laughs> up the next day so I wake up on a Saturday one day to go for like exercise or jogging right, at seven thirty, and then I, uh, I turn off my airplane mode, well, and then like my, yeah. trying my best, you know, emotional, <laughs> we need uh, mental health care after being a recruiter. So the thing is, I, after I, off the airplane mode, right, and I saw I saw the text from my client at you know one something a.m. Client texted mm-hmm. me one something a.m. on a Saturday morning, right, to tell that he's very unhappy of the way the candidate asks or demands certain things. So oh. it, I got scared. La. I was like, oh my gosh. I thought Saturday morning, I wake up, don't have to look at my <laughs> Nope. Sometimes client will text you on random day, at night, midnight, or even weekends, just to ask you or clarify on certain issues or certain things. Yep. And then I think we've also got clients who are very kanjong, who will stress you out. Um, I think I recently had this case where a client wanted to meet the 
candidate the next morning and it was already 5pm. So uh-huh. I have to, and then she's like, can you get the candidate to fill in this form now? And can you get, get uh, really get her to come in tomorrow morning for interview? And that was a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, as in, she called me on a Friday and asked, uh, for Saturday so I had to do that I was in the middle of doing something else but because this ad hoc thing came in so I'm like okay I know you want to interview my candidate but it's very short notice so yeah. I have to manage one side manage the other side and then on the weekend also she's texting me so I'm like oh my goodness woman chill <laughs> I, I, think, I think as a recruiter we have to appear very calm although internally yes. when client come to us it's not all not calm one. Like I want it now. I want it immediately. But we have to manage them so that when we translate the message to candidate, right, it won't appear too desperate or too rushed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's why sometimes a lot of uh, people saying that recruiter are very pushy, one. Recruiter are very country on recruiter are very like you know we also have like third parties to push because us because we also push us and we already yeah. like trying to reduce trying the to severity. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. now I'm thinking back, right? Like, there are a lot of things that we do. Like, I so many things. A lot. Our, our job is very, what's the word? Has many facets or multi-dimensional. Yeah. <laughs> so many dimensions. It's not 2D. It's not 3D. No. It's 10D. I think we need to be octopus, like, you know? Yeah. We need to have, like, 10 Wendy's to manage. <laughs> <laughs> manage 10 assignments with different clients and different candidates. So I think our yeah. job, we do a lot of candidate expectation and client expectation. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's managing expectation is one of the biggest things la, in our uh, job. And then I remember there's one time we, uh, our company interviewed a person before saying that, oh, sorry, I don't like things out of my plan. It's like, no, this is not going to happen in recruitment. Your plans will never work out in recruitment. Yes, you can, yeah, cannot be rigid in recruitment. Yeah, you see? when something's coming on they really have A, B, C, D, E to solve this problem yes and sometimes yeah. right sometimes what we do when we have two for example if you have one or two potential offers coming in and we put priority on that offers and manage the whole salary negotiation part and then we will slow down on our search yeah so for some some assignments right clients will come back to us and say you know what's the progress of the search and, you know, most of the time, we will give the standard answer because we've got no time to work on it. Search is still in progress. Ongoing. Cannot find candidate a bit hard. <laughs> but actually, I got no time. Yeah, sometimes you really just don't have enough time to work on everything. I'm only one person. I only have one brain, two hands. I have how many assignments? 10, 15 assignments on my plate. Um, I have to prioritize lah. It's not a bit depressing. Uh. What about the happy side of recruitment? Uh. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, uh, definitely, there are upsides, right? We, we can't just have negative side. Negative emotions stick more, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Actually, the reward that we get is very satisfying when you actually manage to close a deal, I think mm-hmm. that's like victory for us, right? And then we share it with everybody. <gasps> Finally, <laughs> you know, yeah. especially when it's a very tough case, tough negotiation, tough client, tough candidate, but, you know, uh, it worked out for them. And then when the marriage, so-called marriage, <laughs> works out, <laughs> the wedding happened, you showed up for work, you stayed there. Yay! So yeah, it, it's, the wins are really, really good. Lah. And <laughs> but they're nice. <laughs> But you know what's the 
What's my biggest fear? After the wedding happened, the marriage happened. Divorce! <laughs> divorce within our warranty period. <laughs> oh my goodness. Most of the time, right? This is one thing that I always say. After the candidate joined, for example, if the warranty is three months, and then on the second month, right, candidate texted and say, can we talk? In my head, right? I don't want no, to talk. I want to talk to you. <laughs> talk to me after three months. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Because the, yeah. the moment you text want to talk, right? Definitely some there is some problem. Or definitely yeah. some someone is not happy inside and can it actually Okay, so there's one thing we uh, there's one thing I recommend is placement lunch. Then this placement lunch is like after a month of like we place a candidate after a month that candidate working in that company. Actually, I think it only happens in our company. Like is we it? have this privilege in our company. Oh yeah. I see. It's like yeah, a yeah. is it is it called a reward? I, it's like a catch-up yeah, yeah, catch yeah. session actually just to yeah. give you the best experience uh, yeah so we will give a meal to the candidates that we place in our client's company la. so there's one time I placed a candidate and I had the online placement lunch with him how was the online talked, lunch? Yeah, quite a bit weird la, but okay. <laughs> I personally prefer an uh, offline lunch right? but yeah the candidate say why don't we do online say, okay well, never mind we do online then then he thought then so I asked him how's work he say uh, a bit stressful uh, a bit stressful but still okay my direct boss is leaving soon it's like oh, <gasps> oh, okay no. sure then it's like, like, uh, so like then a bit then I got some uh, so a bit stressful but still manageable I said okay okay no problem then in my head like just over there straight the first thing so after, after finish the placement lunch, the first thing I do is like check the warranty period. <laughs> Three months. To me, right, before I meet the candidate, check first warranty period. <laughs> but I, then, then, then what happened? Then the second day, today is uh, roughly about second month that I say, Hello, I haven't touched this with you for a long time. How's it so far? <laughs> this is why I only meet up after the warranty period is <laughs> over. <laughs> Sometimes I do that. I feel like our job, right? We are not just a recruiter, we are also a counselor. Yes, we are counselors. We are counselors at every stage of their career, from the moment they are open to uh, explore a new job, to salary negotiation, to interview stage, and then to joining the company. It's like our baby, you know? Yeah, we yeah. really are. In, in a way, we are here to hold your hand. <laughs> you, yeah. you can. So listen we are, to we are you. your sounding board. Yeah. You can talk to us about anything and we will listen and we but will don't talk to paraphrase. Me. But please talk, don't talk to me within the water period. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk. I'll help you throughout the entire um, interview process. But once you're in, <laughs> please don't talk to me. But no, la, we do this candidate care thing la, where we, um, we do care about how you're doing in the job. And yeah. we want to try and help mitigate anything that we can. La. Yeah. I One think that. that I enjoy about this job, or rather I used to enjoy a lot more before the pandemic was... you saying actually... that you don't enjoy the job right now? No, I mean, <laughs> what I used to enjoy more before the pandemic was meeting with people uh, face-to-face. Um, because every time we interview a candidate, we would go out for coffee. Um, we'll meet either in our office or meet halfway or closer mm. to the candidate's office. And that was the default. Yeah, those were the nice, uh, nice yeah. days. La. The default thing was interview with candidate is meeting up. Only if we really cannot meet up, then we do a video call or a phone interview. Um, but now the default is video interview. 
we don't yeah. really meet up with candidates. So last time it was more, there was more of a personal touch. And until today, I can remember, I can remember a lot of the candidates that I met more than two years ago. I agree. I think yeah. the pros and cons, like when we do virtual interview, it's faster. Like it saves both our time, like candidate and our time to travel and to meet up somewhere. But the con is, yeah, I agree what you say. I don't really remember a lot of things that people say while you're online. There is more personal touch when you meet them face to face. I think I had this kind of experience after meeting the person in real life during the placement lunch. Mm. It's like, ah, I can really see this person, how they talk, how they behave, then how the conversation goes. How they carry themselves and all, right? Online conversations and offline conversations is very different. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I feel like the impact is there when you meet them face to face. Yeah, there's still this certain awkwardness from people like talking online and staring at a screen and sometimes I don't know where to look. Have, have <laughs> Do you I look any at my bad experience? Look at the camera? Have you guys have any bad experience uh, interviewing candidates or client? I on, got online? one. I got one not uh, interviewing experience. Like, this way before interviewing experience. So I got one candidate. It's not nothing related to interview. It's just like something pops on my mind. So I got one candidate. is a bit weird. So he knows I can speak Chinese. Then sometimes he texted in, in the late night. Texted his diaries. His diary. In, his diary. In a WhatsApp. Uh, his diary. Is like a blog like, 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 like a day in my life. <laughs> no, it's not a day. It's like it's like what his thoughts are about then. There's one diary is very pro BN and very pro Najib. That's oh, like oh. I cannot. He really <laughs> treat you as a, he really treat you as a counselor. <laughs> wow. You are his friend already. Too much. Then it's like, bro, I just contacted you for a role. It's not like I want. I don't want to know this kind of bullshit. It's <laughs> a long, long, long. You know, like. I scroll very quite a lot of times on WhatsApp, you know, it's like wow, very long. I read through it's like wow, very prone and very prone. And sorry, I cannot understand. Then I ignore. <laughs> the first time I said, then I ignore, the first time I ignore, then the second time he know I can uh, speak in Chinese, then he texts in Chinese like he the poem that he wrote. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What happened? Oh this guy. I ignore again. Then some Way before, like, he's still texting sometimes, like, a very, 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 very long poem or something. How I know it's his diaries, you will say, this is whose diaries, like that. Oh. Very, yeah, I think we meet a lot of weird people in our, in our I mean, it's job. somehow interesting, but sometimes it's too weird. Mm, yeah, I'm also trying to see, like, what are some of the weird or memorable chat that I have with my candidates. Do you have a? I mean, I was thinking just now, bad experiences or maybe not so nice. If I'm comparing physical to online meetups, um, I've had candidates who I interview before, and they kind of like go through another source to apply to the company, um, instead of going through me. But I've never had this experience when I met up with them face to face. So I don't know oh. if that level of commitment is different when you meet up with someone and true? versus because when they talk to you online. Yeah. So so I think sometimes the invest the time investment 
um, to meet up physically worked better la, last time. But in terms of like weird candidates, I'm sure there's a lot. La. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think there are a lot of weird candidates that... You know, initially it wasn't weird. For example, when you go through the whole interview process and you talk to them, they sounded like a normal person. But halfway through the assignment, when you want to contact them for certain documents, for example, like let's say the client wants to offer them, the clients want you to contact them to do reference check or to to get certain documents. And then this person start to hilang or rang and not reply. Yeah, hilang or rang. Yeah. Like, like these are the little, little things that we have to manage that it's not written out there. Yeah. And, mm. and I think um, I'm experiencing something similar where, you know, everything was okay until it's time to offer. Then suddenly candidate is taking a very long time to respond, not being very serious about it. Um, keep buying time and you're wondering what's going on. And that drives me crazy, actually. <laughs> I'm like, you're not explaining to me what's happening. You're like, I, I'm trying to help you. I'm really trying to help you. But you're not really telling me why you are mm. taking so long. I know you're busy with work, but you said you would send it to me tonight. <laughs> you know, make me stay up and wait for you. And it just didn't happen. So things like this happen and get very frustrating. Yeah, true. Yeah. I think there are... To me, the frustrating part would be, I think recently I have this assignment, uh, client interviewed this guy for senior manager, but eventually thinks that, you know, he's not very good with stakeholder management and want to offer him a manager role. Then he went on to consider another candidate. So this whole thing took like two, three weeks. Lah. And it, as a job of a recruiter, we have to uh, keep the candidate warm. So meaning that we don't do anything, we just tell them that there's no response, no feedback yet, but they're not rejecting you. Right. So trying to retain his interest, but at the same time, they're exploring with another candidate for senior manager role. Yeah. So when they eventually wanted to uh, offer the senior manager role to another person, the other candidate decided to reject the offer. So now they want to come back to my can- the candidate wow. that they uh-huh. KIV uh, initially and then candidate will start asking, like, you know, why, what's going on and all that. And sometimes our job is to say the truth, but we will not say the entire truth. Like, we will share enough for candidate to understand why is this taking too long. Because ultimately, right, we actually don't really understand what is happening internally as well. It might look yeah. like that. There might be a lot of changes. But whenever client tells certain things, we cannot immediately tell the candidates. We have to wait for a while before we inform the candidate because there might be changes. And if we yeah. inform the candidate too fast, the candidate will feel like, eh, why today you tell me this? Yesterday you said something new. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Like these are the... Yeah, we have to be aware of potential miscommunication. Yes, so, yeah, we need to hold on a that's lot. That's why we need to hold on to certain info first. Yeah. Once we're clear, and then we can tell you like everything. Lah. I think for me... Sometimes, like, when we have certain clients, I mean, because we deal with them all the time and maybe we've heard certain feedback about them and they may not be necessarily the best place uh, to work in, maybe in our opinion, but we try to stay objective because some people really can fit in mm-hmm. in really tough and challenging environments, even though mm. we as recruiters, we might, ah, no, I will never work for a company like this. Yes, yes. Yes. Never, ever, ever, okay. but... Um, I think this yeah. is the point whereby a lot of people think the job that we are trying to sell, we think it's a good job. 
Sorry, the song about jobs that I get, believe, I don't think it's a good job. We don't yeah. always believe in the product that we sell. Correct, <laughs> but we believe in finding the right person for the product. Yeah. So finding yeah. the right to thrive in that environment because not everybody can thrive in the same environment. One. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we do feel like this environment is so shit. Even if you give me so much of money or even the money is so not that good also, I still need to say, huh? how come people want to accept this kind of job? But somehow, that kind of deals can close. Yes, you're right. It's yes. like, wow, I thought this company is damn hard to find. But somehow, I just managed to get one person that can fit in the role, the job scope, and as far as able to work in that environment. In the culture. Yes, the culture fit, and they yeah. can speak the same lingo. Uh-huh. Like my recent one that I closed, speak Mandarin one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think actually one thing that I realize it's quite very important in job market is culture. Culture and person uh, fit. Right. Uh, culture and person fit. After working uh, recruitment, I feel like culture and person fit is really important yeah. no matter your skills. You know, it plays a bigger factor uh, than your skills and experiences. Actually, yeah, actually chemistry with the, your direct boss. Yeah. No chemistry, yeah. even if you have the skills, I think it's not right. easy. It's really hard. Chemistry try. is something we can't really quantify. Just like mm. that, you really need to. Yeah, true. To I think we can find out when you meet your potential employer. I think we can match skills. We can match personality. We can match uh, job scope and title. But chemistry is something that we cannot match. Yeah. Recently, I spoke to. I was doing a reference check, and I spoke to this very, very experienced, uh, experienced guy, and uh, he was telling me why he hired this candidate. Um, that my client is about to offer. He said that, you know, she came in, she barely had any experience um, in the working world and whatever experience she had wasn't really relevant to the position that I had. But because I really liked her attitude, her character, I took a chance on her and I gave her the opportunity and I coached her mm-hmm. and I trained her and um, I'm very, very happy that I made that choice. A and a coach. Yeah, <laughs> so she he was saying that like, you know, and then I mean, that was years ago and now she's going to get an offer um, from a brand that she really likes and it's very looked up to in the market. And so this referee was very, very proud of her, um, which taught me that, okay, if, if you, if you're given the chance or the opportunity, like regardless of your skills or experience, you can thrive, you can gain those skills and gain mm. that experience. Yeah. I think one thing about this reference, because I did a reference check today also, then somehow uh, some good candidates that reference check could be very good also. They say, I don't know, like, because the reference check that I did had some a bit aggressive uh, questions. Like, yeah. like, did he or she do any misconduct? Mm. Did he or she like have any insubordination? Oh, or, okay. Like this. Then, like, then the referees of my candidate asked me, why you ask this kind of questions? It's definitely got, he definitely don't have this kind of problems. Huh? He said, oh, okay, okay. Then I think he has a no. I said, no, like, just chuck some of the questions on the reference form. Yeah. And maybe sometimes you follow. Yes. And so you get your honest opinions. Yes. If no, they will just say no. Yeah, like, that's no, totally no. fine. Like. So, I don't think it's yeah. wrong to ask. No? Hmm, but it's just like, I think the person, because the person feels like he's a very valuable person to join a new company. Then it just like oh, he feels like he wants to defend for him lah. He felt a oh. attack lah like that. Oh. It's like oh why? Actually, do you know sometimes this kind of like referees is can play 
this kind of impression to me. Like, right. give me this kind of impression. It's like, oh, this candidate is really good. True. Like yes, yes, yes. I agree with you because just now I just did a reference check and uh, same like your reference, like very protective of the candidate, right? The reference was like, you know, I want to make sure that he joins the right company. If this is not the right company, uh, I mean, if he wants to join this company and take out the offer, I think he should really think carefully whether it's good for him or not. <laughs> in my head, I was like, no, you need to convince him to join this company. <laughs> but, but yeah, these are the type of good referral that people give and that so good that he or she is an asset to the company they don't want to let go of him and yeah. they want to make sure that when you move on to a new one it's a really a better offer i mean some of the clients that we do the uh, assignments that kind of opportunity is like sucks lah. but i think working in this job actually makes me to understand there are some good bosses or some good companies that will give this kind of like references or like provide this kind of things lah. So somehow give me a good hope uh, in the job market. And I think sometimes also uh, don't just look at the overall company culture, look at the culture within the team. Yeah. Because some, some hiring manager when we talk to, right, we feel very inspired on like, wow, I really want to find the right person. It's not an easy job, but I want to find the right person yeah. to thrive in your company to help you. Yeah. Mm. Versus like, you know, we also have hiring managers that we don't really like more transactional and yeah uh, i don't like this but never really explain why I don't like this candidate and yeah the good we, we really bad. are matchmakers la <laughs> really actually matchmakers in the life of a recruiter we really are matchmakers yeah. we you give us your criteria we find you know we source for all these candidates mm. with the skills you want we talk to them and find out what they really want whether what they want is what you can give. What's the auntie name again? Uh, the Indian matchmaker? Antisima. Antisima. Auntie Sima. Okay, Auntie Sima. Auntie Sima. Auntie Sima. In the Indian matchmaking on Netflix is similar to our job. Yeah. Yeah, when I see it's like so relatable. That's basically what we are doing now. Yes. Like, and remember those were the days when we have to visit our client and bring like two, three potential CVs for the job, right? That's why you really print out the CV and show the yeah, yeah. sample CV. Sample CV to the client and we tell them, Okay, today we have a buffet. Oh. <laughs> this is what's on yeah. our platter oh, yes. for today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Other things is bad. We got a lot of, we got a lot of names are matchmaker, career coach, counselor, counselor. negotiator, sales person. Yeah, yeah. sales, sales in the very beginning. Yeah, we really oh. are sales people. Uh. Um, I think there's a lot of in our job we we do a lot of um time management or scheduling. I think uh. that that's also something that takes up a lot of our time. Uh, scheduling interview. Um, I still start at it, but I still need to do. It sounds very administrative, um, and it is. But you know, it's like a, you know, if we have time slots from client, we got to try and get candidate to make time for it. Yes. And if the candidate does is not able to accommodate, then client will get turned off. Why is this candidate not making time for me? Yeah, why are they not <laughs> serious? Why are they not serious yeah. about this? Oh, uh, then you have to manage emotions already. So it's not as simple as here are the time slots, you free or not. Yeah, then we have to <laughs> like yeah. that. Yeah, then I try to explain to client, no, this person, you know, is open to explore, but very busy with his current work schedule. So we have to manage the expectation. 
Yeah, and then take leave lah. Eh, but this client got six rounds of interviews like How take leave? <laughs> so then we have to, you know, cannot, um, you know, Mr. Client cannot, maybe we can do an early morning interview or a late evening interview. So we have to try and, ah, yeah, we are consultants lah, right? So we have to manage expectations. Yeah. We are trying to make the conversation work in the sense yes. I want to make this conversation work. So a lot of yeah. this, I think during this time, the things I always tell either clients or candidates, I want to make the conversation work first between both of your parties. Mm. So maybe we can try this way, make the conversation work first, and then we can see how it goes from there. Correct. I think there are times you need to push client. I mean, the misconception is that most of the time we cite client. I don't think so because... We are the middle person. Yeah. Whenever there are times we need to push the client, we will push the client. Whenever we need to push the candidate, we will push the candidate. Like pushing client would be whenever we send a CV and client just make an assumption and say that not suitable. And then we have to try to sell you. I think that's the reason why we do a proper interview with you to understand your interests and background and your strength. So we have the bullet. Yeah, then when yeah. clients say, no, no, I don't want. Then like, hey, what do you mean don't want? This person is good in these three areas. You should at least do a phone call to consider. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of push and pull. Yeah. Sometimes we also have clients who actually don't know what they want. Yeah, um, we, and we need to do consultation. Yeah, yeah. that's why we need to, you know, understand. Okay, what's your biggest pain point right now? What do you, what do you need help with? What needs to be solved? Yes, um, really got really got hiring manager or clients like they don't know what they want. Yeah. Oh, I just don't want this. I just don't want that. It's they like don't know pain. what they don't want, but they know what they actually yeah. want. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like I don't know what I want. I know what I want, but I don't know what I don't want. They say yeah. hello. You need to see what is your main things. Then you said you tell me before you don't want this, and you are okay with this. Then when I send you this person, you say, "Oh, sorry, he's not from this industry." Yeah, say, hello, suddenly, hello. And then we also need to write job description for a client one. Yeah. So most of the time, we copy <laughs> and paste from a few <laughs> from a few website and then modify and send to client. Is this what you meant by this <laughs> job description for this particular role? I think job description is the most stupid thing I ever Dude, sometimes I just don't write lah. I just tell candidate, sorry, I got no JD. Actually, but generally, this is what this person does. This is what the company is about. Are you interested? If yes, why don't you find out more from them? I yeah, from actually, them. if you're a candidate, sometimes job description doesn't really mean a lot of things. Most importantly, yeah. when you talk to client or employer, right? Or when we talk to our client, we will tell them what are the three most important things that you want this person to do. I think that will kind of like tell the candidate, this is your mm. job scope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think another perks of our job actually is we can know a lot of like insights of every industry. The company especially. Some, yeah. I feel like sometimes we know too much. We become bitter. Yeah. We don't want to be <laughs> the company. Like you know so much of what's going on. Okay, maybe because when we know so much of what's going on and we analyze our, our personality, right? Then we know we might not thrive in that environment. We oh. just haven't met the right person <laughs> to thrive <laughs> in that challenge, challenging yeah. environment. I think it's true. We do gain a lot of industry knowledge because we speak to candidates and we actually learn from candidates and also our clients. Yeah. Um, so that's a good thing. It makes us more... I guess personally, I'm able to relate to people a bit better when they talk about their jobs. I kind of understand yeah. what you do, roughly what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Even though I, you know, I am not from your background, but I learn that. So it's, yeah. They also can understand a lot of like how's the backend of the world running. 
like how this like shipment things, how this logistic things. Oh this, yes, yes, yes. Like, how what's kind of the problems because like uh, maybe some countries got wars, then this uh, company affected because they are dealing with that particular they're supplying that particular goods to which country, whatever, whatever. It's like, oh, that's how that works. Yeah, like, like that. I feel like from candidate side, it's like how when we order things from Lazada or, or Shopee, we don't know what's going on. We know stage one, stage two, <laughs> stage yeah, three, where yeah. our product is. But behind the scene, yeah, so how much. How many firefighters is it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, job. The perks are, the perks is to know like the most recent thing, what will happen. For example, if candidate, uh, if the client is going to implement a new type of benefits or bonus, then we know that, oh, the perks are really good uh, moving forward. Mm. Or mm. when they want to fire people or reduce headcount, we also know that there are some changes going on in there. Yeah, I guess so. What else? Uh, let me think. Uh, yeah. I would say a lot day a day in our life is never the same every day. Yeah, it's not yeah. a routine job. It's not definitely. a routine job. It's very dynamic. It's- might be seems a routine job like and you do sourcing again i think the process is routine yeah this process is routine but the problems that you face every day yeah. is totally it's, different it's yes different. and each each assignment the challenge is is different yes. because your clients are different and the requirements are different and i think um one thing i realized when i first uh started recruitment um that i was surprised by was eh, the work never ends ah. <laughs> i remember i remember my colleagues i asked my colleagues eh. Uh, I'm not done yet. Say, never mind, continue tomorrow. Huh? <laughs> okay, continue tomorrow. And then next day, I'm not done yet. Continue the next day. Really, yes. the work is just non-stop. Like, when will yeah. my work ever end? That's why I always used to ask. But I guess because our job is so dynamic and we yeah. will always want to have things to do because, you know, like, if you have no jobs, that's very sad, actually. Yeah. You yes. can't... Actually, that's quite boring. Yeah. I knew we'll go back to the same spot every day and every day, every day. Yes. And then we'll see yeah, the if you, same if you have the same day. job or the same, like the exact same thing or you have not enough jobs in your pipeline, you also cannot hit your target. We also have sales target to hit. Yeah. So then it becomes demotivating as well. And we also want to find the best candidate because not all candidates are good. Yeah. And when we mm. interview not so good candidates, we sort of wasted our time lah. Like, oh, this mm. one hour spent with this candidate will not bring any ROI because not that mm. good. You cannot send to any of our clients. But I think when we interview very good candidates, we can clearly know this is a very good candidate. I want to place it somewhere. Yes. I want to place it on yeah. her somewhere. Correct, correct. Yeah. Definitely. I think mm. sometimes there is this um, challenge of um, candidates coming to us looking for a job, but we can't really help you all the time. Um, yeah. Because we don't have a vacant for, vacancy for you now, but we always tell you, um, we tell candidates, we will keep you in our radar. We will get back to you as soon as we have something relevant. Meanwhile, you can check our website and things like that from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the chances of that happening is there, but it will take time. So sometimes I do get candidates following up with me. Oh, do you have any job this week, next week? ask the same thing and I feel yeah. sad sometimes because like, I, I really cannot help yeah. you Cause, yeah because we don't, have, don't have a place to send you to you know and sometimes the industry that you are in and the industry that you want to go and the clients that you want to go are not our clients so our hands are not <laughs> tight yeah damn sad I, when I have that kind of situation I damn sad yeah so. but I also t- I also tell myself and I tell them you never know I get new roles every day and I get <laughs> new clients every day so I may not have something for you now but you never know. 
you never no know. No harm giving me your CV. And yeah, that's true because like, like today, there's this one candidate who flew out with me. I haven't been in touch for her for the last two years. And today she got in touch with me and suddenly I feel like I have two or three clients that I want to send her to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very unexpected lah. Okay lah. Yeah, I guess that sounds like quite good for our content today. So I think in short summary, recruitment job is all about firefighting and matchmaking mm-hmm. and communication builder. And we wear many hats. Yes. Yeah, Counselor, coach, negotiator, sales, matchmaker, yeah. consultant. Hmm. Oh. But I guess there's a lot of perks and downs in this job. Mm, so lots, lots of the days I feel like I'm riding a roller coaster in my life. Yeah. Yeah. One woman can go very high, accepted offer. Another woman can be very low. Very I need low. my comfort food. I need my bubble tea. Yes, I need my comfort food. I need, I need my, my ice cream. My cakes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, so I guess that's all about it. Uh, so if you are looking for a job, then feel free to drop us drop us a message so maybe we can get in touch with you to understand your experiences better. Then we can know maybe what kind of opportunity we can refer to you. And if you're looking to be a recruiter, come speak to us. Yes. Our company is hiring. We are hiring. (laughs) Our company is hiring, not under Recruiter Insights, but get in touch with us. If you are looking to try and see what recruitment would be like, let us know. All right, Ken. No problem. Uh, please like, subscribe, and follow Recruiter Insights on Spotify and on Instagram. Please give us five star in Apple Podcast. Then, uh, I guess that's all about it today. Thank you for your time today. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.